thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, scientists have identified a new strain of swine flu in China capable of creating another pandemic. Published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, the paper states that whilst it is carried by pigs, it can affect humans and has, quote-unquote, all the hallmarks of becoming highly contagious in humans and needs close monitoring. The concern is that as it's a new virus, people could have little or no immunity. This despite the last swine flu outbreak in 2009 being less deadly than feared, as many people already had some immunity to it. Scientists write that measures to control viruses in pigs and the close monitoring of swine industry workers should be implemented immediately. Professor Kin Chao Chang from the Nottingham University says, Right now, we are distracted with coronavirus, and rightly so. But we must not lose sight of potentially dangerous new viruses. A World Health Organization spokeswoman said that Eurasian, avian-like swine influenza viruses are known to be circulating in the swine population in Asia and to be able to infect humans sporadically. Twice a year during the influenza vaccine composition meetings, all information on the viruses is reviewed and the need for new candidate vaccine viruses is discussed. We will carefully read the paper to understand what is new. It also highlights that we cannot let down our guard on influenza. We need to be vigilant and continue surveillance even during the COVID-19 pandemic. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that at first glance, I think that this virus is unlikely to propose a significant threat. We see these come up all the time. Very often, nothing happens. You know, there are these viruses existent in the world all the time. They are coming and going. Most of the time, they don't develop into the sort of pandemic we're seeing with COVID-19. So I certainly don't want to create fear and panic that this one is going to be the same as that one, or indeed, even the same as the last swine flu epidemic, even though that didn't turn out to be as bad as feared. It is, however, a great reminder to remain vigilant. You know, I think one of the lessons we've learned from this COVID-19 pandemic is that we need to be more vigilant. We need to keep an eye on these viruses. We need to be better prepared in order to monitor them, to get accurate, up-to-date statistics, and to measure the growth and transmission of these viruses better because what we've seen from the COVID-19 pandemic is that the gathering and dissemination of information was a real issue and that is definitely something that needs to be improved so that we can make more accurate decisions about whether to, for example, lock down, whether to restrict travel, all of those sort of things. So it is a great reminder to be vigilant. It's also important to remember that it isn't all just about luck or germs or genes when it comes to our health. You know, it's easy to think of these things as things that happen to us and things that we need to be vigilant and looking out for. But the reality is that we can't avoid germs. And the fact is that it would be unhealthy to try. Germs are around us all the time. The key question then is, A, yes, how bad are these germs? How virulent are they? How deadly are they? Is an important factor to consider. But the other factor that we need to make sure we consider is the host, is us. How amenable are we to be able to be contracting these germs, to be developing severe symptoms as a result of contracting these germs, and then also to be able to pass it on? You know, I think what we're seeing in the world at the moment is a pandemic of immunodeficiency. We have such an unhealthy population. We have such a prevalence of chronic disease that what we're seeing is that these viruses that 
may otherwise be far less dangerous, at least to the general population. You know, we're always going to see that danger to the most immunocompromised and we need to make sure we look after those people and protect those people and isolate those people and try not to spread these diseases in order to protect those people. But we also need to do what we can to make sure that that population of people is as small as possible because that's going to help not only slow the spread of this disease as we've seen with the coronavirus where it is less easily spread if not impossible to spread there's certainly conjecture around that but it is definitely less easy to spread for people who are asymptomatic who are dealing with it better but also obviously we then decrease the percentage of the population that are at the highest risk of dying from these sort of diseases and that is a great thing and it severely impacts on what we need to do worldwide in order to mitigate it you know if it is more deadly, as we've seen with things like you know, Ebola, for example, then that needs very different interventions than something like the common cold. So the one thing that we can control is the health of our bodies. I encourage you to, yes, remain vigilant about these germs that are out there in the wide world, but really control what you can control. Look after the health of your body. Focus on your diet. Focus on your lifestyle. Focus on exercise and sunshine and sleep and managing your stress and all those important things we can do to make sure that our body is as healthy as possible and as resilient as possible. You're listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This podcast is brought to you by Exercising Resilience. Would you like to be personally mentored by me to help you transform your feelings of fear, anxiousness and hopelessness into feelings of strength and resilience? Would you like to feel more resilient physically, mentally and financially? I've created a group mentoring program called Exercising Resilience. And right now you can sign up for a free 30-day trial. That's 30 days of free daily access to me in a private group. Two free group mentoring calls a 21-day resilience challenge and access to a highly motivated tribe of people to support you along your way. Just head to exercisingresilience.com or click on the link in the show notes to get your free no-obligation month of resilience mentoring. That's exercisingresilience.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.